Okay, good evening everyone and welcome to Um Actually Comics. My name is Tristan and I'm joined today by the ever stalwart, the ever uh, beautiful, uh, the, uh, the erudite. Can, can you hear me blush? Bob. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hey, uh, how's it going? It's going pretty good, honestly. Excellent. Yeah. I'm going to squeak my microphone a little squeak bit to get it. Squeak that shit. So that I'm talking it. into it in the proper dimensions. That is the way That is the way to do it. Stop um, hitting Hulk. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> Hulk. Stop hitting Hulk self. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, today's weird. Um, if you are somebody who gets your books uh, picked up and whatnot. It's going to be a little delay tomorrow because Diamond shipped a day late because of the holiday because every other comic company that hasn't been around for a hundred years can do this, but somehow Diamond is still stuck, unable to ship when there's a holiday on Mondays. They still can't figure this out. I get my my Lunar books like a week before they come yeah. out and... Diamond's like, ooh, one day... You really delay. caught us with our pants down. Yeah, we didn't know. How could we possibly know it's there was going to be a holiday? because they spend all of their week jerking off, and then... <laughs> I mean, They work, yes, like, for ten minutes. That is all I can imagine. Uh, Steve Giuseppe proved me wrong. <laughs> hey, it's hey, me, it's Steve me. Giuseppe. Excuse me while I while finish I my business. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, okay, so uh, there's comics, but again, no diamond. We're going to talk about everything anyway, though. Uh, yeah. And we're going to make up stories about what the uh, non... Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I like this. About. Nice. Okay. Uh, oh, you know what? Before we go anywhere, since you're probably... If you're going to be here, if we lose you by the end, I want to make sure that I at least lose you by saying, hey, support my Kickstarter. I've got a comic out. It's a thing called Self-Made Man. It is a weird anti-capitalist bizarre story about the Great Depression and uh, about how all people who work on Wall Street are worshippers of a giant slug that lives underneath New York City. Uh, and that's Illustrated it. by Hugo Petrus. <laughs> Illustrated by the wonderful Hugo Petrus and... Uh, uh, Taylor Esposito doing letters as always the nice. amazing Taylor Esposito and uh, Simon Gao did the colors for the cover but it is black and white and red and Hugo did the reds so <laughs> nice so it's only the cover that has that has I, Simon Gao I have backed your Kickstarter since last week oh my god thanks yeah, I did appreciate it I was like oh I got it today I was like oh shit I got it back Tristan's Kickstarter before I come into the store and then I looked and I was like oh I already backed I feel, it I feel bad about that I don't I must, really I must hold have... that against anyone I swear to god no no I, but, I, I, I did I, I wanted to back it I gotta tell you one thing about this I am incredibly proud of this comic it looks great it has gone through many many iterations i basically i put it out and i tried to do a thing with it and it was it was not what i wanted and i went back and i redid the entire thing to make it fit more into the realm of the short story that i wrote about and uh, and now i have it in its final form and it is exactly what i wanted so i'm super happy and i'm excited to get it out to people uh so yes there's that. And uh, now let's talk about other people's comic books. Cool. Can I talk about one thing? That, that just this random page that I opened up to in Ed, uh, Jim Rugg's Please. Hulk Grand Design Marvel Collector special that sure. came out this week? Because it came out this week. Mm-hmm. Do you yes, think he decided specifically to have this these two pages, one for Hulk to be saying, Rick, Rick, and then on the other page for him to be saying, Betty, Betty? Yes. It's weird. <laughs> 
Uh, yes. Betty Betty. Betty Betty Rick Rick. Um, okay, so 20th Sorry. Century Men number six is out this week. That's a story about 20th century uh, inventors of the radio, ham radio. Perfect. I love that. Uh, we've got <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man number 20. Uh, uh, man. Oh, it's great. Did you read the last one? I did not. Joe Kelly wrote it. Uh, Terry Dodson illustrated yes. it. It's like super. It's like Spider-Man. He's on vacation with Black Cat in and there. I don't know. It was really fun. And I liked the first issue. And I uh, I didn't read a lot this week. Uh, spoiler. Spoiler. OK. But uh, the first part of this storyline was very great. And Joe Kelly <laughs> should do m- many more comic oh, books. Oh, I know. I love that guy. He's so good. Same. He's one of my favorite superhero comic writers. Agree. Yeah, Spider-Man. Fantastic. Nice. Uh, Adam, beginning graphic novel that is by the guy that did the the Astro Boy comics. Oh, cool. And this is his other thing. Um, We've got Barbaric Hell to Pay number two out this week. Nice. Which I mean, I loved Hell to Pay. I loved the. I loved Barbaric. It's it's just a really well written series. It's great. Uh, Batman One Bad Day. Clayface one shot actually looks pretty good. I didn't. I didn't check it out. Uh, the art is by Zermanico, who I really like. Uh, I don't know, uh, but it's a you know. I is he in a is he a magician? He's a very good illustrator. The amazing Zermanico. Zermanico. I don't know anything about Zermanico. Mm. I don't know anything at all. But mm. I did think that the Clayface comic. It's written by. Uh, the oh, is it Jackson Lansing and Land the same people that write Captain America right now I think oh yeah I'm not a hundred percent sure on that don't quote me but uh, the, it's a writing you. team and I like them they did uh, it's Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing yeah and I think they also write Captain America but like they're and just of course, kind of good Zermanico Zermanico yes um, anyway let's see what about Batman Superman World's Finest number twelve this is good. I mean, World's Finest is great, but yeah, like it's always been good. This I, one is a fill-in. I mean, it's not a fill-in, but like Dan Mora will like take a break every few issues. But this fill-in is uh, very good. I actually like it a lot, quite a lot. It's fun. It's just okay. a fun continuity story about Robin and Supergirl going on a date and it going badly. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, we've got Betsy Braddock, Captain Britain, number one. Uh, I, you know. I didn't read it, but I did pick it up because mm. I really like uh, Betsy Braddock, and I like I do that too. she's Captain Britain now. I I like Betsy Braddock a lot as and a I character. Hope it has so as little I'm, to do with the X Men as possible is all my hope. I hope that she becomes a magic ninja. Ooh, that'd be fine. Wait, no, <laughs> no, it's they, not because that's they separated the ninja yes, part of they her. Got, they got rid they of got the rid of the cultural appropriation aspect yes. of the character. Yes, which was very smart. Yes. Uh, separated her into an Asian woman. Right? Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, she's they, like it's just basically like because that was what happened is like they yeah. said it was like a mind switch kind of thing, and that's perfect. Yeah, that's, and so then they just switched them back, and they're like, here, you, you can be you again, and not, and then it's a great way to deal with that. Yeah, um, exact. Let's see, we've got Birds O Prey, the end of the beginning trade paperback. Uh, that is Sean McKeever stuff, yeah. which okay. is good stuff. Sounds good. Uh, we've got an omnibus edition of Bitter Root this week. Ooh, nice! Such a great book. Uh, highest, highest marks is a very for Bitter good Root. Book. It yeah, is yeah. very good, and there's a nice, nice big old hardcover out this week. Very cool. Is Black. that the first two series or something? Uh, Probs. I would say it's probably the first three trades. Oh wow! 
Nice. Yeah. Black Adam, number eight. Cool. This is the one where Adam 12 shows up and arrests yes. everybody for committing crimes. I love that. Black Cloak. Oh, man. I oh, wanted shoot. I to read this. Yeah, first issue of this was great. I will read it tomorrow, then. I'm not going to come up with a dumb thing that this could be because we good. haven't read it because I did like Black good. Cloak. Kelly Damn Thompson. It. This is the other one that I really wanted to read this week, and it's from Dark Horse, so I can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is, except it's got an Omen cover, so maybe I don't want to. Oh, did he do the art for it? Ugh. Sorry. What is it? I hate Michael Emming. Yeah, I don't hate him, but he's uh, he's a tough sell for me. He's not he's not my favorite. I guess hate is a very strong word for how I feel about him. I just don't care for his art, his art style. I don't think he's bad or anything. Uh, but it is Blue Book by James Tinian, uh, and it is an alien conspiracy book. And oh. I'm actually really looking forward to it. It is about the uh, Betty and Veronica. Oh my God! I, it, it always uh, the, Brady Page. Well, because it's Betty and Barney, but I can't remember the last name. Betty and Barney Hill. Uh, no, no, not, no, 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 not <laughs> not Rubble, not Betty, not, not, Benny. not Benny Hill. It's Betty Hill. Uh, but uh, yes, and it's their their true encounter in New Hampshire. Oh, New Hampshire, bud. Um, that would be Carnage number ten next. Uh, Carnage. How do you get to Carnegie Hall? practice man i want i would be i think we should come up with a, f- a symbiote who's flower based and he could, should be called corsage <laughs> i would be totally into that um catwoman 52 uh sammy basri is now doing art on this and i really like that artist uh this is catwoman is in jail and then there's another new catwoman yes. on the prowl in the streets of gotham city it is Iko hasegawa is that her name uh, the name of the Iko Hasegawa, I think, is the name. I of I'm, who? No, I'm mangling that pronunciation. You could uh, be. the new the new Catwoman. Oh yeah, yeah. I know she's Asian. Yep. I'm sorry. I should uh, know. But yeah. Uh, yeah, she was from. She's a New Fifty Two character. What? She was from way back in the olden days. Huh. Way back in 2011. Can you remember back that far? I certainly. Can't. I mean, I I remember it. This that it's a year I lived through. I don't know. I don't hundred percent what was happening then. I think I think getting COVID is a tough call. Seven or eight times took those memories. Took all of the memories out of my mind. Damn you, COVID! You robbed me of New Fifty (laughs) Two. Those were my greatest memories. Uh, The uh, the (laughs) the Dan Slot Omac has been wiped from my mind. Uh, But you know, unfortunately, that means that Jeff Lemire's Frankenstein Agent of Shade is also missing from your memories, and that is a true tragedy. Um, damn them all number five <coughs> is out of nice. six that is uh, not six. good I have not <laughs> cared <laughs> for this series at all oh I don't remember it I'm sure it's, I, it's not anything I'm reading there are people who like it I mean it's it's Simon Spurrier and uh, Char- okay and Charlie what's his I'm name yawning so, much. so it's like you're talking about a total powerhouse oh team. wow yeah but like this book did not grab me the first issue and i just never continued on. i just assumed it was about angels and demons and that's a tough sell for me i don't man. think it is judeo-christian christian mythology is a very much a tough sell for Oof, me. then you're gonna hate the next one what is it darkwing duck <laughs> that's like the duck from hell <laughs> yes, yes he's like the original well. duck from he hell such a demon um yeah He's known he's for a, casting out the name of Christ. <laughs> I remember that. 
Uh, not so. That's how it became Darkwing. That's yeah, exactly. Uh, no, it's it's a, it's a comic from from Dynamite, and it's about Darkwing Duck. It's about ducks. I got to tell you, uh, Dynamite could be the next in the growing list of people who Disney destroys by giving them their properties, <laughs> um, because. Darkwing Duck definitely that's a that's going to be a seller because people fucking love Darkwing Duck. There it has a built-in fan base for one reason or another. There's there's a huge fan base for Darkwing Duck. Well, All right. a a dedicated fan base, let's say. Take your word for it. Uh but they're moving on to doing things that the next one is an an origin story for Scar from The Lion King. Mm. I just put my orders in and it was like, "Look, Here's the 50 variants for Scar. And I was like, no, I'm good. I'll get five copies of the main cover and no one's going to buy those. So I know fun fact about Scar. Uh, what's that? If you watch The Lion King, you'll mm-hmm. notice that Scar's claws are always out. Damn. Some subtle character design there. That's pretty good. I think it's good. I like it. Yeah. Um, also, he ate Simba. Or no, he ate <laughs> Mustafa. Yes. Yeah. If so, you like read between the lines of the movie, he literally cannibalized his own brother. Can you blame him? I mean, yes. Oh, um, <laughs> deceased war of the undead gods. Number six and eight. There's a couple of good moments. That last issue before this one was like, I, I've been super into this series all the way up until the issue before this one. I was like, get out of fucking town. And then they kind of pulled it back, redeemed it a little yeah. bit. This there's a, there's a real weird uh, last page in this thing though. I will say real weird. And there's a an NWA straight out of Compton uh, B cover for it. So there's that. Uh, all right. And instead of NWA, it's WUG, War of Undead Gods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. Killing it, DC. <laughs> really, really right on top of the trends. Hey, let's make this thing dumb and white. Yeah, it's it's not so good. It would be cool if Batman just like had his arms crossed and some bling. <laughs> That'd yeah. be cool. Uh, like all those Deadpool covers like five years ago. Yeah, true enough. Please don't. Hey-o. Uh, Dead Maul, number four of four. They it's really, about Darth Maul when he dies. They really knocked out the last two of those things. Yeah. Three oh, that's and four right. came out back to back after a long ass delay. Wow. Um, I, I think it's cool. They declare um, it with Lucasfilm. I think I think this really picked it back up oh, okay. considerably. Like I think it really did. I think it was. Uh, I thought we were making like, up stories for the ones. Well, we, had we could read. we could make up for this one, but like number three was actually really good. All right. Um, nice. The first issue, I was like, oh, okay. It's just it's just like okay, you're in a mall and there's like a fucking portal to hell. Who gives a shit? Uh, this is this is just using the name dead mall to tell the story that's been told a billion times about just demons coming onto earth and uh, out of them all who fucking cares. Uh, and this is actually, it's, it's a lot more clever than that. And, uh, and I like it. I actually think I would recommend this as a trade, uh, nice. for people who like the horror, uh, deadly neighborhood Spider-Man number five mm-hmm. deadly as all get out. So deadly Deadpool number four, also deadly. Um, and Pooley. Uh, who's he fighting in this? The, the cover seems to indicate a uh, Lady Deathstrike. Is that correct? Should could be. I didn't mm. read it. Sorry. Interesting. Looks 
like not my thing, so I didn't read it. Yeah. I'm I'm so happy about all these Planet of the Apes variants. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I just I don't know. I'm just really happy that Planet of the Apes is coming to to Marvel and I really want to see what they do with it. I love the idea of like a high budget Planet of the Apes comic coming Get out some for Marvel. A-list talent on it. Yeah, that's fucking cool. I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm really like I'm looking forward to it. Also, uh some of these Pim particle variants have been really really good. And this, the Deadpool one is the best cover of all four of them. And hmm. it's just him flying in on a pigeon to fight rats with a sword. <laughs> it's pretty great. Pim. Pim. Uh, Doctor Strange, Fall Sunrise, number four. I have been uh, reading some very, very, very strong, good word of mouth about Ooh. this Doctor Strange series um, by Tradmore. And I love Tradmore. It makes me regret not having really looked at it until previous so i'll probably i might go back and check some back issues on this one word what about draculina blood simple number one she's uh, sexy she's she's a sexy vampsky she's a draculina everybody loves it draculina uh house harkonnen from dune number two Earth Divers number five uh, from Stephen Graham Jones. Earth Divers kill Columbus. Uh, Stephen Graham Jones, one of my favorite horror authors. Uh, big fan of that dude. And uh, I like this series. Down. So, there's that. I'm he's, down with killing Columbus. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's, yeah, he's a, he's also uh, one of the few Native American horror authors that I can think yeah, of. Yeah, you were talking about, but got, previous... he's got a lot of, like, uh, the only good Indian, highest, highest marks for that. And uh, there's now a sequel out to his, uh, to his crazy, uh, it's like kind of his uh, Ready Player One for shitty horror movies. Hmm. Uh, he, he has this character who's sort of, just obsessed with you know 80s horror slashers and she sees the whole world through that 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 light and then something crazy happens in her world and then she <laughs> she uses her knowledge of all of these crazy horror movies and her perception of the events becomes clouded by those things and it almost makes her miss the truth of what's going on and there's a sequel to it called don't fear the reaper which i'm really excited to read i have it and i haven't started yet because i'm just finishing up grady hendrix's how to sell a haunted house Mm. which is really good nice uh okay um let's see flash 293 I, as much as I think the art is so generic on this little crossover they're doing, I'm super into it. Yeah. That's uh, great. And this one actually is better than all of them put together so far. And I've been enjoying them all. What about Frank Miller's Ronin book two? I, no one has been enjoying that. Don't worry yeah. about it. It's people, are, people feel guilty and they feel like they need to buy it. And then they buy it and they're like, why did I spend seven ninety nine on this? I don't feel like I need to buy it. Yes, you do. You feel guilty because he's only a kind of a multimillionaire. Mm, and I don't you know. wish that he was a multi, multi, multi millionaire. <laughs> I still have my original like Ronin trade from like <laughs> whenever it came out. Like it's it beat good? to fuck. Uh, Ronin actually was like, I mean, I don't know, like, I'd have to revisit it. I feel like um, I need to reread it because I read it when it came out and I don't remember if it was good. I, I remember liking it. Um, 
it's like one of those V for Vendetta things where it's like, I remember liking it, and then now I couldn't tell you why I, I liked it. I couldn't tell you what it was about to save my life. Ronan, it's like a future ninja story. Future ninja. Okay. You Kinda. sold me. I mean, I guess future samurai more than ninja. Future samurai ninja. I'm into it. Uh, Ult- it's like an ultimate ninja warrior of some kind. <laughs> it's a, wow. That's great. He's, they, like, he's like some sort of an American gladiator, yeah. I think. <laughs> not, not positive. Some kind of floor is lava. <laughs> yes. Perfect. He's some sort of battle of the network stars. <laughs> Um, <laughs> GCPD, the blue wall, number five. This is a comic. I, I wish I had started reading this because it actually looks really good. And it, it? I kind of wish I knew what was going on. I don't know. And these, I, I liked Gotham Central when well, it was. The thing, it seems like a Gotham Central. Yeah, type yeah. Thing. It, that's that's the idea. Is that it's just a continuation of that that I whole just, deal. The idea of reading about cops. Is just not like it's true. Oh, but the cops in Gotham City are good cops. No, they're like, not. They're like specifically the worst cops. That's the whole point. That's the reason why know, Batman like, makes sense. Well, yeah. That's you have to have them all be corrupt, or else it doesn't work. Yeah. Um. It's true. All right. What about Grim Fairy Tales number sixty nine? Ooh, yeah. And yeah, I can't wait to see this variant cover. Uh, you can. You can wait. It, it <laughs> looks exactly like every other fucking Xenoscope book. Uh, well, it'll be out tomorrow, so I don't have to wait long. You'll you'll never guess how big the boobs are. The answer, quite triple D. <laughs> sure. Uh, it's hard to tell. I guess it would depend on her height, but uh, uh. don't worry. Her feet are obscured, so you didn't need to draw her feet. <laughs> it's because they don't know how to draw feet. Correctamundo. That would be, next up, Guru Gods Against Guru, number three of four. No, that's a good one. Sure is. I can't believe how much shit Sergio still puts out. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, that Masters of the Universe stop. comic last week was so good. Oh, man. Oh, man, I love that comic. Yeah. Suck a fart, Eternia. Suck a fart is <laughs> it's like, right. Literally is now a thing, I think, <laughs> uh, like fairly fairly regularly. Suck uh, a fart, Eternia. Although that's more Tim Seeley than Sergio. Sure, uh, but it's still. It's still I is mean, beautifully illustrated. Tim is, he's got the goods. Uh, Harley Quinn and the Legion of Bats. Yeah. It's out. It's out. It's and fine. I like it. I love these Dan Hip uh, oh, I didn't variant see it. covers nice. for the B ones. Uh, the last one was, I think the last one was the one that was the, uh, the like ski chalet family photo. Oh, together. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were all wearing the winter sweaters. Yeah. And Harley was in the back. It was the like thinking of like stock Sears portrait where her face is big in the back. She's got really bad braces. It's really good. Hmm. This one is a vampire variant that is adorable. Nice. Is Harley Quinn just part of the Batman family now? Yes. Because she's like the third most popular Batman character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of all right with it. I think so. It kind of makes sense. Um, it's also, it's like a really hilarious fuck you to the Joker. It sure <laughs> is. <laughs> Uh, what about Hellboy when he's in love? Uh, I'm allergic to Hellboy oh, in no. love. Oh, no. That's uh, no. Uh, I, um, actually, this series is great, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bummed out that it's not here. Uh, I'm actually sort of definitely bummed out. Um, did you sort hear that they're definitely. doing a new Hellboy movie again? I have heard this. Is I actually Dave, think it's cool. Is David Harbour involved? I don't think so. Good. I think they're going to recast Hellboy, but it's going to be the Crooked Man. Great. 
Yeah, and it's going to be it. like, they keep calling it a reboot, but it's like, it's set in 1950. It's not a reboot. Yeah. It's just like going to be a Hellboy comic yeah. set in, and Mignola wrote the script. Oh, nice. I mean, listen. I'm down. I'm I down. It's like, I didn't like the last movie, yeah, but cheesy. But the parts of it that were good were so good. Yeah. Like, there were just, there were big chunks of that movie that were absolutely awesome specifically the action scenes they did a really good job with some of the action scenes yeah and i really i really dug the ideas and i think it, it just it's one of those movies that just got fucked with so much that it just yeah. destroyed the cohesion yeah of the story and i don't think it was necessarily just like a bad outing i did i probably could have gotten to like david harbour's makeup but I was not a huge fan of, like, scraggly Hellboy. Mm. It's, uh, it's again, it's one of these, like, real nerd problems. But it's like, well, but wait a minute. He's... Honestly, the worst thing about that movie for me was the soundtrack was just so oh bad. God. It was just so bad. It, it was, t- that, like, literally was removed era. you from the, the story. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, just so cheesy and generic and lame. But uh, yeah. I, I, it looks like they're approaching this one as like an actual like genre like piece, and that would be great. It looks like it's having some kind of like it's not going to be just like killed by committee and nice. I don't know. I'm psyched. Cool. Don't call it a comeback. Okay, I won't. Um, I'll call it Ice Cream Man number thirty four. What? Stop That's... me. And I'm satisfied. When is that? <laughs> Somebody stop me. I'm smoking. Um, <laughs> immoral X-Men number one. These X-Men? They, immoral. They are no longer... Wait. I love that it's like somehow this immoral X-Men is different than the other immoral X-Men that we've been following been for like six months or however long it's been going on. You want to know something immoral? What? Joe Kelly's immoral sergeant. The comic that looks like it was drawn by a child. Oh, yeah, that's the one that's drawn by that uh, I Kill Giants person, <laughs> yes. Joe Joe Kim Nakamura or something like that. Yep. Kim Nakamura. I do not get it. I don't love the style, no. Like, does um, not even... I do really like Joe Kelly, but uh, I don't like this this no, style I, of I'm art. I'm not a fan I found of the first this particular issue difficult outing. to follow. Uh, Inferno Girl, Red Book, number one, uh, number two. Wait, what? Red oh. Book 1, number 2? Sure, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Uh, it's Inferno Girl. Okay. It's a book. All uh, right. Junkyard Joe, number 5. Alrighty. Philadelphia number 28. Cool. Fucking great covers on those books. Oh, my God. Both of those covers are amazing. Nice. There's just this little girl with, like beat red skin and yellow eyes and afro puffs and she's like just mephitic and adorable it's Hmm. great and then the other cover is just a weird photo of a bat which I also love Nice. Uh, Lazarus Planet Omega number one Eh, that's fine I don't like the art but I like the story I kind of like that art that style well then there might be something there it's weird like uh, when Adam Kubert does that kind of thing I don't hate it. Like when, like in Wolverine origin, it's that same kind of thing where it's like faking out like a pastel style or something like that. It's hard to explain, but it's, Mm. it's kind of just rougher and you don't see the edges as well. I don't know. I Mm. think it's fine. All right. Um, yeah. I mean, well, the comic is fine. Yeah. Uh, Oh shit. Speaking of great covers, there's a great dreamer cover on that one. Yeah. 
Uh, Actually, there's a couple good covers on that. True. And speaking of books that I wish I'd gotten to read because we, but we don't. Oh have wait, it in. you know the one that's actually we should mention is that Voss. cool. Uh, the De Lazarus is the Monkey Prince like lucky ticket, lucky envelope. Oh one. yeah, yeah, that's a cool variant. The red envelope, the gold foil. Yeah, that is really cool. Anyway. Yes, very much like that. Uh, Local Man is the comic I'm talking about. That is the new Tim Seeley book. Uh, I wanted to check this out, and it looks really good, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, Stupid diamond. Wait a minute. Crossjack? Is that the... Wait, what? Oh. You're talking about Jack Cross? Oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're right. I was like, wait a minute. This is an existing character. That was like character. a War- Warren Ellis yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, don't, I didn't read it, but yeah, I remember okay. it being That's a book. where my brain went. Uh, Lovesick, number five of seven. Man, people like this book. Yeah, I've I know a couple people that read it, but uh, I I myself do not. I can't wrap my brains around it. Nope. Uh, but that don't mean it bad. That Just means doesn't it, mean it's we bad. don't. It, I mean, the art it. is great. I certainly appreciate the art, and I appreciate the dark subject matter. However, I do not understand the plot of the comic. Uh, magic order number four. Sorry, here. My order is Cartrix. <laughs> magic order four, number two of six. Uh, uh, God, stop it! Order up. Exactly. It's a handkerchief. Oh, it's a rabbit in a hat. <laughs> Are we drunk? <laughs> uh, magic Mighty Morphin Power Rangers meet the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number two of three. Is this the one that Dan Moore draws for some reason? Yes, it is. <laughs> it's amazing. Why does he do that? He's so fast. I love how fast he is and how good he is. He's my favorite. I have a crush on him. <laughs> uh, Monstress number 43 is out. Damn. And this is interesting. There's a graphic novel... Uh, finally out of the book Never Satisfied by Taylor Robin. It is it was the best web comic of 2015, and is finally getting a physical release. So that's pretty cool. Is it like Princess? Is it about Prince's father? Uh, no, it's Never uh, Satisfied. The it's the sequel to Too Bold, which uh, was about ah <laughs> yes, it was about his mother. Gotcha. Uh, Nightwing 101. This is a very, very fun, entertaining, and honestly, like, after, there's a Titans book that's out this week, which is the final issue of a miniseries, and I guess we'll talk about it at some point, but when we get to T. But this is, like, the Titans, like, where they actually seem like the Titans that you used to read about back in when you were reading comics in the 80s. And Nightwing has a t-shirt that says, I love Bloodhaven, and there's an umlaut over the U in love. Is he turning so that you can see his butt? No, but he should be, because... He does in almost everything. That's uh, assumed it was just like one of those things. I gotta say, it is actually shocking that none of these variant covers show his ass, which is like kind of what you do with a Nightwing comic. Show his butt. I mean, yeah, I guess. Show that butt. That's become a thing. Sure has. Uh, He's got those buns, hon. He's the the male equivalent of Catwoman, (laughs) where you constantly have to show her butt. And Spider-Woman. And Spider-Woman. Uh, Once Upon a Time at the End of the World, number four. Oh, that's a good one. So, God damn it! I don't want to relitigate this, and I don't want to come off as anti-feminist here. That whole thing drove me crazy. <laughs> am I am I the worst person on earth that, what? like, 
They hired Milo Minara to do a sexy cover for Spider Woman. <laughs> they drew her so that you saw kind of her butt. Yeah. And everyone was like, how could you show her butt? You're showing her butt constantly. And I was just like, I've been reading Spider-Man for a really long time. His ass is in that position five times in every comic. And and ladies and gentlemen, this is the time when Tristan figured <laughs> out the internet. I know. <laughs> the hypocrisy I know. of the internet. It drove me crazy, though. I mean, it was. I was, like, like, I was literally, like, when that broke, I was literally holding on to a comic book with a picture of Peter Parker and his ass cheeks were spread with his legs wide upside down. Oh yeah. Looking backwards and I was like I will I say I can see up his ass. <laughs> I I took a photo of a uh, dollar book that I bought recently. Uh, uh, it was an Eric Larson Spider-Man and he um it, it was Captain America was in it but for some reason he was fighting Dr. Savannah. It made Ooh. no sense, but it was like literally Dr. Savannah from Shazam. <laughs> and it was cool, but I was like, oh, and I took a picture of the panel to post in one of my uh, comic groups, and I had to literally leave a part of Spider-Man's ass cheek in the comic because it, <laughs> like, his ass cheek jutted out into the panel with Captain America. I mean, if you so, got it, flaunt it. So, yeah. It's just, um, I mean, I no, think the thing, the thing that was worse about that Minara cover was that the anatomy was fucked up, and it was like they... I mean, I'm not saying that, like, I think they should have canceled. I don't give a shit what you no. put on a fucking cover, you, you know, like, uh, whatever. It doesn't bother yeah. me. But, like, the thing that people seem to be objecting to was the fact that, like, he drew her in such a way that, like, you saw, like, her tits and her ass. Yes. And yeah. if oh, you are to actually draw a woman so that you see oh, was her breasts and her ass at the same time, it would involve a curvature of the spine that is oh, not natural. Is that what was going on? So, yeah, I really there were... I thought it was the butt that everyone No, it was wasn't like, just too, the butt. butt. It was that they... It was the objectification in oh. that, like, he drew it so that you could see... You know, uh, so that you were objectifying these. So when they these... hired when they hired the guy that wrote the book about the guy who turns into a donkey to have sex with the woman to do a cover, they were surprised that it was sexist. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean the thing is, is that they weren't Check surprised. Out the Golden Ass by Milo Manara. <laughs> Great, I uh, won't. Uh, <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay. I, I, there was a, one of my favorite uh, quotes that I ever had on the internet was someone posted a Milo Minara. There's a comic he did at X-Men comic called X-Women. Oh, and it's God. just like, okay, yeah, I mean, whatever. It's like a whatever comic. But like someone posted it was like, this is the greatest X-Men comic that has <laughs> ever been published. And I literally just left a comment on it that was like, you are wrong. <laughs> like, no offense, but you're wrong. It's not the best one. But, you know. You weren't really saying that anyway. No. You were just saying that you Everybody like Milo Everybody knows that Heroes for Hunger is the best. Uh, everyone knows that Kitty's Fairy Tale from <laughs> X-Men Annual 6 is the best X-Men comic that has ever been written. Hands um, down. What about the one that taught you to not smoke? Mm, I don't know if I read that one. That was pretty good. Is that <laughs> is that like the one where they fight the plaque monster? Captain America <laughs> fights the plaque monster? I mean, there were several of those. There was the Spider-Man who, uh, there was, there were all of those weird Spider-Man ones. There was the one that was at the Texas State Fair. 
Oh yeah, the, yeah. That's the one I gave you. That's insane. And there's um, the one that was the up in smoke, which is Spider-Man fighting the ev- evils of smoking. Oh, you gave me the Spider-Man at the Texas yes. Fair, and I sold it. I gave it to someone else. Oh, nice. That's what happened. I passed it forward. Um, pay yeah, it forward. pay it forward. Um, and I would say actually that my I think the best X-Men comic is the two-part uh, Arthur Adams illustrated New Mutants special and X-Men annual where they go to Asgard. <laughs> Sure. That one's good. If you say so. Yeah, I don't know. It's good. I say it's ones number four. X babies. I, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it. I do have a fondness for the X babies comics. <laughs> All uh, right. So ones, yeah, the ones. Ones number four. I like the ones. It's, it has a good concept, and uh, the only thing I don't like about it is that I backed a Kickstarter that the artist is for this series illustrated and I have to wait till the series is over before he can finish illustrating the Kickstarter book that I backed, which looks amazing. And I can't wait to read, Um, but I had to wait an extra four months, but on the, on the other side, he's a great artist and I'm happy that he's getting work doing cool stuff. High profile with Brian Bendis. Mm, What about Spider-Man and Miles Morales or Peter Parker, Miles Morales, Spider-Man double trouble. Number four. I flipped through this and there's a, full page spread in this that's phenomenal like remember that batman yeah. one that nick darrington did yeah, where yeah. they're on the boat it's like that but like miles miles and and peter in a weird series of tunnels that's i cool. think this is a super yeah, fun great, comic. great fun I think comic i'd be if of, i was a kid i'd be like super into it all of the double troubles like the loki yeah. and like i think they're all really fun yeah uh planet hulk world breaker I have not read it. I didn't read it either because I was busy tonight, so I didn't get to read much of fucking anything. Um, but Plush number four is out, and I love this series. Mm, this is I, a popular one. I somehow have not gotten grossed out by this series enough to stop. Yeah, and I nice. find that there are a bunch of people who... There was something that happened, I think, in issue two, I think it was, that people were like, nope, I think I'm done. I stopped after number one. I was just like, this isn't for me, but it's fine. It's (laughs) like, there's nothing wrong with it. I just like, it's just not my bag. It's funny. It reminds me of the line, like, there's sort of a line for me in the world of like torture porn, where it's like, sometimes people can pull it off, where it's like, like gross out horror. Mm Mm-hmm. Where some people can pull it off and it's funny, and some people do it and it feels like torture porn even if it isn't. Mm. And this, to me, falls on the uh, the uh, cabin fever end, which is the only thing that Eli Roth ever did that, for me, was funny still. It's like, I laughed through that whole movie. It was disgusting and horrible, and it was just, everything was so far to the end of the worst thing that could happen mm. that it was absolutely comedic and i think that's kind of what plush is nice uh pop animation the simpsons we've got a fucking itchy pop God damn it like a funko pop yes nice there's an itchy there's and an a itchy scratchy. oh and a scratchy i was gonna say they only did itchy what the well, fuck i just alphabetically is there a poochie god i can't wait <laughs> uh and speaking of things that you're not going to be able to wait for i'm going to skip a couple just so that i can get to this and say that Rooster Fighter Graphic Novel Volume 3 is out. Ooh, I so, didn't see that. So, well, yeah, it's not in yet. It's oh. coming from Diamond. Gotta get it. Diamond. Gotta uh, anyway, get it. Uh, Psychopaths, Inspector Shinya Kagami, Trade Paperback Volume mm. 6. And, oh, shit. 
Here is a book that shocked me, and if you had not forced me to read it, I would not have known how awesome it was. Yeah. I looked at these covers and said, nope, not for me, uh, because the covers are not good. Well, okay, that's not fair. I like the Javier Rodriguez one. I think that's good. I think they're both... They're, that's actually why I picked it up. They're both weird. It's just they don't feel right for a Punisher book. I mean, for me, like as a non-Punisher reader, right. they I, drew me I mean, in. Or I mean, the one that I saw drew me in because I was like, huh, maybe this feels yeah. different than a regular and Punisher book. And it was slightly different than a regular Punisher book. It does and doesn't feel different than a Punisher book, but it is really, this is a really good book. Yeah. I, I it's written by, Gun- is it Gunderson? The art, the writer who's also writing Thor right now. What's oh, his name? I don't know, but yeah, Gunderson is a good name for a person to write Thor. Uh, hold on. If I was going to choose a name for a person who would write Thor, Gunderson would be a Gronbeck. Oh, Gronbeck's pretty good. It's Gronbeck, but the O has a line through it, and they yes, oh, two, there and there's two K's at the end. Oh, whoa! Holy shit! That's Gronbeck. fucking Nordic. Beck. Yeah, but he wrote this Punisher comic. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Highest marks. Yeah. Love it. It is just your standard, uh, aside from the fact that it takes place, we're kind of not 100% sure. There's some... I thought it took place before he became the Punisher, but apparently it's during the It could the be, current. or it could also be during this current thing. Um, but this is this is a... His family's in it. That's why him. I thought it was before. It might be. This it might actually be a before. Um but either way, his whole family is alive in this one. And this is the story of him not being able to not be a soldier. A guy who kills the fuck out of people yes. who fuck with his family. He uh, they didn't even fuck with his family. Yeah, they that's were just true. fucking with somebody. Yeah. And and then he kills the fuck out of some people. And it's great. <laughs> um <laughs> We've got Radiant Ink, no, Radiant Ink, Radiant Pink, but mm. the cover is separated so it looks like Radiant P Ink. Radiant P Ink. Genesis uh, P Ink. And there is a, a cover with a thing on it that looks like it's out of Ben Bishop's comic, and I hope that's not true. Uh, that looks like one of the spider cats from Ben's comic, <laughs> but uh, that's mm. okay. I will leave that to someone else to talk about. Um, Sabretooth and the Exiles, number four. Oh, man, did you read it? I did not, know. It's badass. Really? I, so basically, Sabretooth... I read one of these, and it was really good, and I just, I just spaced on reading the rest of it. Basically, Sabretooth and the Exiles are are the X-Men right now. Like, they're the X-Men that act like fucking X-Men, and the X-Men are the world that fears and persecutes the X-Men. Like, I don't know what it is. The the ending was a little multiversally kind of cheesy uh, for my taste, and it's not a comic that I buy, but I was just like, these guys are the X-Men. These guys are the ones that are acting like X-Men. And I thought it was good. And also, there is a comic called Saga out tomorrow. Hmm. I uh, heard. I heard uh, this might be a good comic. I'm not sure. I hear it's a pile of crap. Oh man. Uh, Savage Avengers ten. I don't know what's going on here, but Black Knight's uh, in it. I yeah, like that. I did flip through that. I don't remember it already. Uh, she Hulk number ten is out this week. Always good. Always good. This was probably one of my least favorite issues of this, but they brought it back around because Andy, the awesome android, is back. Oh, so nice. uh, 
I don't know that that's much of a spoiler, but fucking Andy's here for God's nice. sake. That's great. What more do you need? Uh, that made me super happy yeah. and not to give too much of a spoiler. I don't think it is, but fucking Jack of hearts is back in his dumbass costume. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the only thing that made me not like this issue is I hate his costume. Uh, and I was like, yeah. look, they fixed it. They put him in a yeah. fucking hoodie yeah, and he looks like tank top. Kind of normal. <laughs> okay. Great. Oh, oh no, we're going back to we're going back to the weird suit. Okay, fine. Anyway, uh, Sins of the Black Flamingo trade paperback is out. Uh, something is killing them. Children number twenty nine is out. I like it. It's got a weird little goblin on it. He's got a little weird friend. I like it. Scorched. That's the Spawn comic book with Scorched. Spawn and some other stuff. We got uh, Specs. That uh, comic about the weird wish-granting sunglasses. And Star Trek, uh, Strange New Worlds, the Illyrian Enigma, whatever that is. It's an enigma, is what it is. It is. It's wrapped in a puzzle, wrapped in cheese, and baked (laughs) in a soft, flaky crust. Mm, Uh, Sounds like a croissant. (laughs) Now I'm hungry. Star Wars, the Nameless Terror, number one. That is the Dark Horse series. Now every company has their own Star Wars books. Everybody make them. We need more Star Wars. DC getting theirs? Soon, I'm sure. Star Wars, Dr. Aphra, number 29. Uh, Star Wars Yoda number four. I have spoken highly of this and I continue to. I think this book is awesome. Uh, read it. And Strange Academy mm. finals number four. Again. Dormammu is in it. He fucking, well, he's not really in it, but he's gonna be. It's basically a teaser. It's on the cover. He's on the cover because of what's about to happen. Uh, there's a big old, there's a big old shitstorm a coming. For the Strange Academy folks, uh, there's a there's a member of the Academy who left and uh, managed to become one of the most powerful sorcerers around, and mm. she's teaming up with Dormammu to come and murder everybody. Oh, so that seems uncool. It's not very nice, is what I will say. Um, I will also say that there is a comic book out this week that is anticipated by many. It is about a man, a Superman, oh, if you will. Does he fly? And he can fly. Oh. Uh, that's all I know. You will believe a man yes. can fly. You will believe the rock can fly. Um, yeah, Superman number one. Yep. It's cool. It's got Jimmy Olsen on the cover. Uh, Points. It's not... Uh, I'm grabbing my copy right now. It's... It's good. It is like I like the art. I like the art. I like the story. It's fun. It's it's written well. Was it strong enough to relaunch Superman to a giant audience? I think almost. I mm. think it it might be. Yeah, I'll have to ju- full put the full judgment out I, on it. But I um, did not read I'm this. Generally, thing not a cover huge to cover. fan of Joshua Williamson, but I did really like the art, and I like some of the conceptual ideas behind it. Yeah, there, there are there are a couple of little things that get. I mean, this is the. It's so hard. I can't imagine the amount of pressure there is to do this because this issue has to set up. It's literally setting up six storylines. Hmm. And it's like 
and they all look interesting and they're like I'm interested to see where all of them go there's a bizarro storyline that I'm really fucking into cool uh, but I always like the parasite he's in it yeah I like parasite too uh, I just think it's it is a lot to cram into an issue that's I don't know like 27 pages or 28 pages or something yeah it's that's a lot it's a lot of build up so the issue itself isn't like I wouldn't say it's an A plus, but it is. It's it's probably an A. <laughs> it is probably like an A minus. Uh, it is one of the better Superman stories I've read in a very long time. Uh, it's I don't know that I like it as much as I liked uh, the relaunch with his kid, but you know that's fine. Mm. Uh, it's still good. So I I'm looking forward to it. I think this. I think this does set up a world where I'm going to want to read Superman week to week, which is a world that I did not think possible. So, hmm. so I guess, I guess what I'm saying is he did a really fucking good job, I guess. Nice. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing where these go. Yeah. I, I do like the, the renewed focus upon yeah. the Superman. Yeah. And it's, I think bearing, I think it's bearing fruit thus far. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Superman Space Age, final issue, finally. Oh, after I didn't see that over two hundred years. Um, who knows? It's probably buried somewhere. Uh, Tarot, which of the Black Rose? It's which, the boobiest issue. Which of the Black Rose? This, this of the Black, Black Rose. Rose. There you go. Uh, Thor number thirty one. Uh, looks great. 31. I'm so happy with the that they got a new writer on Thor. Yeah, I'm gonna continue my Donny Cates hate from last issue, but uh, I, thank I don't God know, he's man. gone. I'm telling you, something happened. Donny Cates just isn't firing the way that he yeah. used to be. Correct. That's I mean, correct. I don't know. I mean, he just might have burned out on Marvel. He might just need to do something else. And also, he might have. I wish he, him the best. He might have gone to the end of his. Because I've said this a million times, his strength is taking things and stretching them to their end right, point. Right, right. Yeah. And so Tired you can only it. do that so many times. And he's not very good at just writing a regular story. So I, I think this is, I'm, I'm stoked to see this one. This is the beginning of a story where uh, Valhalla cracks open and you got a bunch of dead Vikings running around. Love it. So Looks great. And fun. I love that Nick Klein is still drawing it because I really like his art. Um, there's a Titans United blood packed issue out. It is the final issue. I will say I tried real. I'm a Titans like diehard. Like y- I, you have to yeah, work yeah. to get me. And I didn't buy the last one. And then this one was kind of all right. And I was like, why couldn't you have made it kind of all right from the first issue? Yeah. As opposed to waiting for like the whole thing is boring. And then the last issue is good. Like that's a bad formula for miniseries. But fortunately I got Nightwing 101, which is a great Titan story. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, whatever. But um, they did this weird uh, redesign of, of Beast Boy's costume where he kind of has like a Punisher costume. It's very strange, um, but I kind of liked it. I don't know. It was, I'm going to say that if you were in this for the weirdest cover of the week, oh. uh, I would definitely say the Derek Chu variant for this comic. Ooh, I got to look at it. Is quite possibly the weirdest book of the week. Nice. Uh, they did sort of a... I mean, I'm assuming that Derek Chu had a uh, a He-Man figure riding on a battle cat 
And so he made a Superman riding on Beast Boy as a tiger. And he's like screaming and there's an explosion behind him. And Weird. Is it Superboy or is uh, it Superman? Yeah, okay. it's, yeah it's, it's Superboy. All right. Uh, yeah. Yes. Because he's a Connor. This, yeah. And it is. And he is screaming and ripped beyond all <laughs> belief. Nice. I'll just uh, get out my He-Man figure for a model. So ridiculous. I've never seen. I've never seen the like. It really. It has a very. Uh, cats riding slices of pizza with lasers coming out of their eyes vibe to it all right um sounds good so we've also got this is so fucking weird i don't know what this is i don't know where it came from i don't remember ordering it it's a book called the trident of aloria huh never heard of it before in my life it was on my order form so huh there you go uh-huh no nor clue. have i heard of it yeah We've got Undiscovered Country coming back, number 23. Excellent. Star Trek, The Undiscovered Country? Star Trek 6? Yes. Uh, And the B variant of this seems to be two twins that look exactly like Kitty from that 70s show, Dancing in the Water. (laughs) All right. So that's very odd. Uh, We got Vampirella Strikes, number 10. She's on strike. She is finally. She's going to get the rights back to... (laughs) All of the vampires who have had them taken away. Mm. Uh, extra vacation days for vampires. Nice. Voyages, number four. All right. Witcher, number three, the Witcher Ballad of Two Wolves. All right. There are two wolves inside this Witcher, one of which is a Witcher, and one of which is a guy playing a little loot. <laughs> nice. Uh, Wonder Woman 796. I love this cover. This is a good cover. Uh, it is under Eros's spell. Yeah, but it's got the Wonder Woman and then the other Wonder Woman who is now Wonder Girl. Yes. And they're under Eros's spell. But I actually really like the interior art on this issue as well. I hope this artist sticks around it, so it's pretty good. Yeah, this is this is cool. Um, I, yeah, I'm... Also, it sets up the next part of the Lazarus Planet uh, yeah. crossover, which is there's like another series that's coming up, which is going to be like all the gods fighting each other for supremacy of some kind or something. I don't know. I didn't yeah. really pay that much attention. It's called War of the Forgotten Gods or something. I can't remember. Yeah, something like that. Once but, uh, We Were Gods or something. Whoa, man. That's a depressing movie. Once We're Warriors? Jesus. Uh, um, okay, Wonder Woman is the last comic book in the list. And the There's, last comic that will ever come out ever. That will ever come out ever. And we don't ever have to worry about comics again. Uh, there's a giant stack of trades over here that I haven't listed on the website yet. Sorry. Uh, I'll get that out tomorrow. And uh, Which maybe when you're listening to this. So perhaps it's exactly. already up. Who knows? It might already be up by the time you listen to it. Anyway, that's it. Uh, follow us at Coast City Comics. Rate and review us on all of the places that you listen to podcasts. And, uh, you know, whatever else. Buy stuff from Coast City Comics and follow Bob at Dollar Binge. Yeah. Do all those things. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week. We will. Good night. Bye.